I think American muscle is more than just combustion engines. And I was hoping that you could give me your best definition of what it is. I think that American muscle is, 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 is as old as uh, American itself. It's American ingenuity. So just because uh, the rules change uh, doesn't mean we're not going to get in there and make it fast and have some fun. And, you know, as I say, scare women and children. Welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris. And I'm Jake. And we have a fun-filled episode for you guys today. And I don't have my show notes up, but I think I have a pretty good <laughs> that idea. That was very sing-songy. Well, are we going to criticize every intro to the podcast? That's You started it. Uh, lots started of stuff today. It. Richard Rawlings is coming on the podcast. He's That's got a exciting. new project that he wants to talk to us about. We've got awesome. some voicemails, That's news, and a bit of ranting and complaining here Uh-oh. and there as... Always, as always, <laughs> as always, we got some car updates for you, all kinds of fun stuff. Yes. Uh, if you're not watching us, because this is also visual besides just an audio podcast, yes. you can do that over at YouTube or on the Spotify app. Or you could be watching live if right now. If you are a Drivers Club member. Drivers Club member, you could be watching live, 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 live. That's a big deal. All day. The stream's just up. All the interviews that we're doing. We've got our interview next week. That's on there. That's awesome. Um. It's not anything before or after the episode because it doesn't work if we're not recording, but you can hang out while we're yes. recording. You can just see what's going on. There's a chat there. You can commiserate with your friends or uh, enemies. <laughs> or tell Chris he's wrong. Uh, I don't look at the chat because yeah, I just can't. I just, I well, that better time. be my the chat. Is, the chat is for you guys. You guys can look at the chat. That's, that's great. So I have a little bit of a rant to do. I'm sure you do. Um, I hate home improvement. Yeah, I know this. And I know that you like it. I don't like it, but I'm... But you consider it easy. Yes, I'm capable. I have a lot of experience with it, I think is maybe the difference. Why is it so hard? It's not. It is. What is... It's, because it's, it's you used a very good word though that i will stipulate it's not as precise it is imprecise as mechanical work that's what right? i was going to say yes when i go to put something together on a car it's all exactly where it needs to be within millimeters because it's all designed in cad right so yeah. it's all just like boop beep, boop boop everything everything bolts together everything fits obviously even if you're like like you were making something else fit that wasn't supposed to it still goes in exactly this spot this is the only place it can go to make it work with this, like I was just, for example, I'm doing plumbing underneath the pedestal sink that I did. Yes. So you you basically renovated a bathroom. Yes. And you have, ugh, dude, the rubber gaskets that go on pipes to hold them together, all this stuff yeah. can just be like, eh, it can kind of be here, it can kind of be there, it can yeah. kind of be over here, but it has to be exactly here or it's going to leak. Yes. But there is no reference for where exactly here is. <laughs> well, that's everything's a slip joint with plumbing. You're yeah. talking about like drain pipes. Yeah, like the couple. Otherwise, you know what's like the greatest invention ever in the last like two decades is PEX. If you're doing mm-hmm. any like actual like in wall plumbing, yeah, it all but used this to is... be sweated copper. Yeah, but not for drains. PEX. Not for drains. No, yeah, that's still this PVC is a drain. piping. Yeah, Correct. this is still a yeah, drain. And that's e- either. You cut and build it to fit, or it's flex joints, slip joints. Well, I'm not going to do flex joints. That's no like, flex joints are dumb. Yes, that's, I know I, that's not what I meant. But yes, they do make the little. So you have a slip joint, so you can kind of like expand and contract yes, exactly. and whatever. Yeah. But the the coupler that you screw on, yep. is such a shit show. Why? Because it leaks unless that rubber gasket in there is in exactly the right spot. Yeah. So when I bolt something together on a car, yeah, like just for the cooling system, okay. this stuff is operating at 
200 degrees yeah. for pressure, thousands of hours under mm -hmm. high pressure. Yeah. And we can just screw it together. Yeah. Why can't we do that with plumbing? <laughs> Why is it these little shitty I, rubber? I don't think I've really had that much trouble with plumbing. It's like I put everything together like three times and it's leaking. I finally just got you a bunch should of. You used, I'm assuming you used the plastic PVC. No, I use. You use stainless? Brass, stainless, okay. yeah. Yeah, because that usually works much better. Uh, it just didn't. And I ended up, it was leaking up by the sink. I ended up just going buying plumber's putty and just like mangling a bunch of plumber's putty in like by the drain area where it was leaking. And That's hopefully it just not stays. Ideal. That's not ideal. Why, why was it leaking? I don't Are know. Angles not right. I have no idea. It just leaks. <laughs> I and of course you can't. I think the hardest thing about plumbing. Okay, uh -huh. here's what it is. <laughs> what you're always like. Patience. You're, you're like this is you doing plumbing. Okay, yeah, usually, you're always like this, and you're on your back and. You your leg is like see, up this here. This is why you need to be watching the visual because Chris is contorting himself. Because that's what you have to do. Yeah. To get it, you can't see anything. You're doing it all by feel, and I have like these like gouges on the inside of my my thumb yeah like you need in to here man up get some calluses going and just from like trying to like tighten these things by hand after i try to tighten with a wrench yeah and it's such shitty metal that it burrs as soon as you touch it with a wrench it gets these yes, little cuts does. and scrapes right. in there because yeah, of the plating because it's absolute garbage well it, it's you, all garbage it's a different skill set and you're not supposed no, to be it's lower quality well, sure. Because it's lower it's not, quality. Because what did you say? It's not meant to handle, you know, thousands of miles. Yeah, instead it can PSI. handle zero. <laughs> zero miles? Yeah, your house shouldn't be moving. I would love to find, like, why can't, why doesn't it just all bolt together? And then you have the flexible piece at the end. Because you said flex stuff is dumb. Not the flex, like the, the sliding in any Audi part. Yeah. Why can't you just have that because heartbeat? the height is also different. You need two axes of adjustment. Yeah, but why do Actually, we? you need three. So you have a P-trap, comes out of the wall like this, comes yeah. around. It's all like three different pieces. Yeah. Just have one piece. Well, they make them, but I didn't then see them. They weren't for adjust. sale. They were not. I didn't need it to adjust. I can adjust this way horizontally uh -huh. and vertically. That's all the adjustment that but you should you're need. you're assuming your sink is directly in line with the plumbing coming out of the wall. Yes. Yeah, a lot of times it's not. So oh, you need terrible. adjustment in a third dimension. And, and then wiring is kind of like, oh, we're just going to hammer it into this place here. And I have a split yes, level. but you do need to be more precise with wiring. No, you don't. Well, you have to be um, careful with wiring because there's a huge, like, if you have a wiring go bad, then you have Then you fire. have a circuit breaker that blows. Well, yes, but until then it's arcing slowly and then it starts something on fire. You have to be careful with wire. No. I've done all my own wiring. I have I wired this and it was a pain in the ass because what I have are you a, wiring a new vanity mirror okay with an LED. What thing are you in it. using to wire it? Uh, fourteen two or fifteen okay. two Romex and you wiring. Have the new style connectors. I have no idea what I used. The, you used buddy nuts, didn't you? What are a buddy nut? What are you doing? A buddy nut sounds like I'm, something you do I'm with a, your dude. These your are boyfriend. such basic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh God, do you, I need to come inspect your work? Sure, come come on over. I put like wire did nuts. Did you pull a building permit, Chris? <laughs> I put wire nuts on. I didn't yeah, hook up the, nuts. the neutral because I don't. Why? It. Because there was no neutral in the wiring that was that I connected it to in the lamp. Well, then your circuit breaker won't break. Oh, that's how that works. Okay. So yes, you. Well, I'm not taking it down. I'll tell you that right now. Oh so I God. so I put the the buddy nut. Yeah, which which is still sounds school. like something like yeah. A so girl. they make they make push connectors now that are safer and better. Okay, well, I don't know about that type of thing. Clearly. So, clearly. So clearly. I put I use buddy nuts. I didn't connect the third wire. What the hell's the third wire do? You don't need that for Well, anything. it wasn't connected in the ceiling light where I 
tie it into. So yes, I was like, but yeah. outlets need it. It's not an outlet. Okay. It's a lot. It's a yeah. A lot of times, um, lighting circuits do not have it, but outlets definitely need. Okay. Well, this isn't a. Well, I guess it does have an outlet in it. Well, there you go. It needs the ground. Why? There's my what do you mean grandfather's why? house has also. This is a bathroom. Does it have a GFI circuit? Uh, What's GFI stand for? Ground fault interrupt. Because water, anything you have near water needs a GFI circuit, which is another protector beyond just the circuit breaker. It's an inline protector in the circuit itself. No, no. Uh-huh. You know why I'm, uh-huh. I don't need that? Tell me. Because I don't use hair dryers and I don't use curling irons uh-huh. and I don't fill the sink up with water. And but then someone stick... will. What, you? Are you going to come over and electrocute yourself no, in my I'm bathroom? Saying someone. It's not. It's not good. It's stupid. Well, this is why I'm saying you need to be careful with electrical. <laughs> okay. There are. There was like six people that probably died because they're idiots. And then someone decided, oh, well, I'm we better come out. I'm not about being electrocuted. I've been electrocuted a lot at 110. It's, it's not It's bad. not. It feels weird. Wakes you up. Yeah, it certainly does. Um, but no, it's the fire hazard. It's one of those things. It's right? the fire ah! hazard that really scares me. Uh, and that's what you're playing with right now. Fire hazards. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. I don't care. It's fine. Oh, my house is going to burn down. The pets are inside. The kids are inside. Why would it burn down? Because you can have arcing between these circuits now that aren't protected. What kind of moisture? You don't even have to like drop something plugged in. What about steam? If you're going to be using really all hot the connections water. are in the basement. It's what like, did you wire up? What it, did you so wire something like, above the sink, right? Where moisture and steam first can of get all, to and condense. If and, there's no shower in this bathroom, do you have hot water? Dude, to the give me a break. I'm there's no way you're creating enough. Hold on. There's no way you're creating enough steam by running hot water to wash your hands to somehow fill up the entire bathroom with steam to the point where it's going to cause a moisture issue. Plus, the connections are inside the wall down like a foot inside the drywall and down. There's mm-hmm. no way. They're, they're, is, okay. They're wire know. nutted. They're, they, they got they got your favorite thing, the buddy nut, I'm on them. I'm just using a term, and then the correct term, stupid term, because I didn't make easily it manipulated into into semen. So you put your buddy nut on there, uh-huh. and then I wrapped it all up with electrical tape from which you shouldn't do. Why? Because electrical tape can burn. No, it can't. Yes, it can. Electrical you tape have, specifically doesn't burn. Hundred percent incorrect. Have I, you ever lit electrical fire up on tight on? I'm so angry with you. Oh, my goodness, dude. You do not use electrical tape in household wiring. Hey, remember that time I said, hey, Jake, come over and help me out. And you went, eh. Well, had I known you were doing such a terrible, dangerous job. This dude, come on. There is so many houses that still exist that just have like knob and tube. Yes, and they scare the shit out of me. I would not live in one. You wouldn't live in one. No. I would redo all the wiring up to code. And keep in mind, I am not an electrician. I do not know code. I know common sense. When this it comes is to common this sense. Stuff. It's yeah, just you're like common doing it wrong. <laughs> it's wrong sense is what that is. I don't know. It seems to make sense Dude, to me. No. I thought about even just. No GFI in a bathroom. Electrical tape honestly, around th- connectors. Okay. So I honestly No think ground fault wire. In the electrical outlet that's in the mirror, I think it's a GFI outlet. It's built into the mirror. Does it have a reset button? I don't remember. Then it's not and if GFI. it doesn't, I'll pull it out and I'll put a GFI one. That would be good. Yeah, that, that, that makes a lot a of sense. a little happier. I don't know if you need, though, a... Well, See, yeah, this if, is my if point. If it's an outlet regardless... This is my point. What? There's no, like... Unless you're an electrician, there's no rules. It's just kind of like... There are very specific rules. <sighs> for not a the, reason. Not, not for a layman. What am I supposed to do? Do a bunch of research so I can wire up a vanity? And No. 
I hate all of this. Call me. I did. You told me to fuck off. Well, at least do a FaceTime consult if you're not sure. It's fine. It absolutely is is fine. fine. It's 100% fine. You're playing with odds here. Astronomical odds. Okay. Astronomical. I'm not happy with that for you. I am not happy with that for you. What do you think the amperage of an LED mirror is drawing? It doesn't matter. What is available current at that juncture? 15 amps. Yeah, 15 amp circuit. Yeah. That'll start a fire. How is it going to start a fire? Okay, take your two wires, your hot. I understand how sparks work. Yeah, and now arc it with your electrical tape in the middle of the arc. Poof. Why is it going to arc in the electrical tape? It's buddy nutted off. Did you test the tension of the wires? Yes, I pulled on them. (laughs) I would like to. I'm just saying this is not the ideal way to do it, but it's fine. Sure. Great. Moving on. Until your house burns down, it's not going to happen. It's just not. Okay, but you also do need a neutral copper wire for that outlet because it's an outlet. Yes, I will do that. I will take it down and put the neutral thing on, yes, and then I'll probably do, do the stupid, slippy, new-style connectors. And GFI. And, and a GFI thing. Yes. Will that make you happy? It'll make me a lot happier. Okay. I'll, I don't want to pull that stupid mirror And it's not you. First, okay, last question. You have an electrical box on the stud by, behind there. It's not just wires hanging in the wall, is it? You have a junction box. Fuck, dude. <laughs> I can't get in the wall. I'd have to cut a hole in the wall in the drywall. Yeah, the vanity goes on top of, right? No. Still, you need to have a junction box. You cannot have you have an outlet just hanging on the wall inside the wall. No. So this thing plugs into an outlet no, that no, you have no, 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 loose no. in the There's wall. There's no outlet in the wall. It's oh. <laughs> How long have we been doing this? 15 minutes. Oh it doesn't my God. matter. This is serious. This okay. is bad. This is bad. <laughs> I have you the wires. Cannot, I have. Okay. okay. Let me let tell me, you what I, I did. Know, but I'm going to tell you why it's wrong. There cannot be any electrical connection outside of a junction box, period. Hmm. That makes sense, doesn't it? Why? Because a junction box is, it... is fully insulated, okay. right? And you can't have insulation get in there, which can also maybe arc or any other material dust from other things that are coming down the wall or like the two what by kind fours of house that you are live combustible. In? Have you, dude? Yeah. Have you looked at the bottom uh, inside a sheetrock wall and be like, "Wow, there's a lot of crap in there. Yeah, no wonder yeah, fires." Yeah. Okay, so happen. I need to I need to take the mirror off. I need take to cut a hole off. in the wall, put a junction box in. Yes, they make remodel boxes which are acceptable. That means you don't have to cut a bigger hole than the junction box itself. Yeah. It doesn't have to tie into a stud. Remodel boxes are appropriate and up to code. I'll figure it out. I understand what you're saying. I will I will do that. Because right now it is just a, a pigtail <sighs> going with buddy nuts shoved through Loose a hole in a wall. that I that I cut with a with hole saw. Out. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. No. <laughs> I'm really happy we had this conversation. Dude, I'm such a noob when it comes to this. Yeah, stuff. call it's me, crazy. FaceTime me. I How do did. I do this? I did you call did you. You I, said hey, I put it out you there. You should drive an hour up here to help me do no, this. No, I didn't say that. I said, I'm doing this. I basically inferred that if you would like to, I'm not going to ask you to do anything. I'm not going to say, Jake, I need your help. Okay. But I because put it I'm out too there. stubborn for that. No, I don't like asking <laughs> anyone for help. If anybody wants to help, they can offer to help. Okay. Like normal people. I'm, I'm not going to tell your g- wife, next time you start doing any house project, call me. Fine. That's, that's fine. And anytime you want me to weld something so it doesn't look like shit or drill out any spot weld. <laughs> You call me, and I will get it. Get it straight on my Okay, car. so uh, uh, Porsche update. Okay, I'm flying on out. Your your Porsche, my Porsche, not Porsche the company. No, your car. Nobody gives a shit about Porsche okay. the company anymore. Um, okay, 
they don't sell anything. <laughs> uh, no, I was, yeah, I don't know. Porsche is a company. I don't know where they're going. I don't know where anybody's going. Everybody's just floundering, floundering around at this point. Okay, so my Porsche update. Um, I'm flying out to get it March 9th. Wow. Awesome. Engine is in. Wow. Yeah, and I thought I had... Did full... they test fire? Like, are we good to no, go? No, that's going to be this week. Okay. And no, no tuning needs to be done. Right, because it's just... You know, Put back together. As yes. It. Yeah. Yeah. So Marco's doing. Uh, uh, you did slightly higher compression though. So you mixture or something might change. Do no. you do different cams? Uh, the cams are slightly different profile, but the they're not. It's not going to change. It's not In enough theory. for it to change. No, it's not. I talked to Marco about this for a while. I trust him. Dial says, back timing, maybe. I. They'll have to time it. Yeah, they'll yeah, have to but, time it. Yeah, but he's. Of course, they're going to have to time it. The whole freaking motor is part. I know, but you're right. Yeah, Marco's you, you got it under control. Need to change out any of the jetting or anything. Else and uh, yeah, I'm going to fly out there and and pick it up. I'm. What's the plan? You going anywhere? You doing anything? Uh, I got to hang out with Matt Crook. We're going to do some work for Overcrest. I got to yep. meet up with Mike Stanceworks. Mike Burrows. Mike Stanceworks. Mike Burrows. <laughs> Makes sense. Mike uh, Stanceworks Burrows. We have a top secret project. Yes, we do. Uh, he and I, Overcrest, and which and I'm Mike. excited. And we can't tell anybody about right, it, but, but everyone should be excited. There you go. Top secret project with Mike. So you're going to be doing that. That's awesome. Be doing that. And that's, and I'm going to try and visit as many people as I can, as I always do. You know, I'd like to yeah, see be friends. Awesome. And you have uh, any sort of timeline? Book the flight to the out 14th. There? Okay. So you 9th. have your flights booked already. Everything's booked. Wow. I'm ready to go. Okay. And I thought, you know, Mark would call me. He's like, hey man, I need the, the final payment. And I go, oh. What? I thought I, I, thought did, I did that. Because in my mind, I'd, I was done. Yes. And then I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm like, okay. And I after we talked to Hansford, I'm like, really? So I went and looked. I'm like, holy shit. You didn't pay it. I didn't pay that final mm-hmm. payment yet. So I have like two weeks to come up with this money. And he, and I. Uh, Hence the cool garage sale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he, we're talking or whatever. And he's like, yeah. So we pull out the oil tank. I'm like, stop. But don't do any more work. Just stop doing everything. Oh my God. But you know, it's everything's already been done. And yes, it is what it is. Up at this point. Yeah. And it's got to be up to a standard that is marco tlg standard right so it's plus knowing how i drive it and then the fact that the car is slightly a public figure it's got to be up to a standard everything's got to be done right yeah so and marco's the guy to do that so that's awesome we're i'm gonna fly out there pick up the car and i don't know i I was like super after that phone call i was down right because i thought i was done you know the money so then that whole morning process started all over again should i keep the car should i sell the car and then i decided I'm not fucking leaving. Right. And that's pretty much we already established. Yeah, we've already established that I am I am not. So leaving. this brings up an interesting question of mine. You did an article a while back. Your first 911, which was a white SC. Oh wow, did you go back and look at that? I've read that before. Okay. Yeah. But I was just thinking about this. You know, you're going out to drive the car again after a long absence, a longing for sure, right? And when I don't you, know, man. I don't think so. What? Now you know where this is going already. You're answering my question before. I don't know. I, Go ahead. So the question is, when you rebuilt the motor on that SC, you rebuilt it back to factory mm, spec. Yes. And you got in it, and you drove it, and it was exactly the same. There wasn't anything better, nothing gained, and it was disappointing, right? That, that was back-to-back of, like, a shorter period of time, like three months. Okay. This so my question is, is are, you, are, you, are you at all apprehensive or worried that you're going to get in and be, like, no. underwhelmed? No, I don't think so. It's been so long. You ever get in your, your – you have a – car that you store in the winter yeah and you go out and you hop in it in spring yep and you're like holy well or the other way around sometimes you build it up in your mind and you go this isn't as fast as i remember yeah, that's usually i i don't think i'm always right. like holy what a what an experience yeah because a lot of times 
It's not even, you know, I don't, despite popular belief on the internet, because I have a 911 on my profile, I don't have any money. Right. So a lot of the times to drive the 911, I'm driving around in a 2001 Um, Volkswagen Golf TDI with a 375,000 miles on it, rust for winter. Yeah. So that I can, the contrast. I'm not driving a Cayenne Turbo and then hopping in my 150 horsepower 911 T. I don't know okay. if I have 150. That's, well, whatever. That's, you know what I mean? That's like, generous. Like, I'm always stepping up. Yes. No, I understand. Because I'm, I'm in the doldrums of winter driving around some total shitbox. Yeah. I mean, I've got the Golf R that I drive sometimes, mm-hmm. which is nice. That car is so good. But generally, I drive around and like right now it's a, you know, 99 Mercedes for sale. Rust free. Dude, how does that thing not have any rust? I don't know. I'm third owner. Second owner, if you count people, third owner, if you how count many the miles? dealership, I got it from 137,000. Hmm? Okay. It's, it's not it's like an a incredible car. Yeah. I'm going to, I hope I don't have to sell it. Okay. Um, I hope my wife can bail me out of this situation. <laughs> you know, okay. She makes more money than I do here at Overcrest. So I'm hoping she can book some work and we can afford to just pay Marco cash. Yeah. I don't want to sell my watch. I don't want to sell this car. I want to sell this car after I have a chance to fix the bumper you know, buff Does it your out. price reflect things? Like, would you ask more after it's in your mind? I would like to put it up for auction is what I'd like to Oh, do. interesting. Okay. Is, is ideally. I had some guy that was interested in it the other day, and he's like, hey, as he rifled me off about a thousand questions. Was this thousand. the one that you posted yeah. then? He, he, po- yeah. he asked me so many questions. He wanted pictures he of this. It. He wanted pictures of that. He wanted the, every square inch of this. I want to see this bushing. I want to see the speaker grill. Make sure there's not a single crack in it. Show me each part of the wood. Show me this. Show me that. And I go, dude, if I do all this, yeah. and it's as clean as I says it, as says, I have resented yeah. it as, Presented, are yes. you going to buy the car? Right. He says, there's a strong possibility I'll buy the car. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm saying, are you a tire kicker? Are you wasting my time? Right, yeah. I said, because if I do all this for you yeah, and you don't buy the car, it's a investment. giant waste of time for me. Correct. I do all this shit. I spend like an hour and a half taking pictures of mm-hmm. every godforsaken detail that this neurotic pussy wanted me to take a picture of. <laughs> Next day, I go, hey, dude, what do you think? He goes, man, I know you won't believe this, but some shit came up in the last couple of days. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, dude, thanks. Thanks for wasting my time. And then he sent me about a 400 word text message on what text right that's what like, you get texted on is on a phone text message on what topic is what i meant oh i don't know i didn't read it i just deleted it oh really yeah i don't care I'm i can tell was there was some... a lot of like capital like words like he caps so he about angry shit. or something he's angry based i, I kind of wanted to justify himself yeah he wanted to justify himself and he said i think the gist of it was like well i didn't like your price anyway <laughs> and i'm like i almost was like well then you could have made an offer right that's, you know, how, this that's works. how this works. But I, instead, I just deleted it because yeah. that is the biggest fuck you ever. Have somebody spend all that time. I mean, it was an enormous text message. It was a whole like scroll three times. It's just like, dude, why? I don't know. But anyway, I just I went eh, delete it and didn't even respond. It's the biggest like, like ghosting that motherfucker felt so great. Fuck that guy. Yeah, that that's dude frustrating. Sucked. That is frustrating. Um, okay. Other update is I have the the Mercedes is completely the the driven, driven death, to death car. car. <laughs> McCoy. Dead, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, Doctor. He's dead, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, Captain. How long do you want this to go for? He's dead. I mean, dead. I feel like we kind of have dead. to commiserate. The man is dead. It's dead. Um, did a leak down test. It's dead. The motor is dead. The head is warped. It got a straight edge on it. Head's warped, and there's low compression on four out of the six cylinders. 
that's not great. Not great. So what? So, so what? You do I, got you got your straight edge in the mail. Yeah, and you were able to there. see that the head is yeah, like a machine straight edge. I'm not grabbing a ruler from right. Home no, Depot exactly because you have to put like a feeler gauge under it, and you can measure thousands yeah. to find out how much it's warped. I mean, I could just see. You know, I could see the sunrise from another country <laughs> underneath that thing. I didn't even need to put a feeler gauge on it. It is, it's toasteroni. Shoot. Um, so I don't, I don't know what to do because so it, I'm was... basically at square one. Other than the carburetors and the manifolds, which I have. Yes. And the cams. I'm at square one. <laughs> Hold on. What? Your wife just texted me. What? Jesus, save me. <laughs> With the electrical. Yeah, well, she's she, clearly listening. She knows where the fire extinguisher is. <laughs> <laughs> so with the car when you measured compression i had a couple questions one yeah that's bad right 40 percent leak i did a leak down bad. not a compression test right you which i guess i'd be curious how the compression test also factors in like i guess i don't know compression test is how much compression it makes, it makes. like how much how are much we compressing leaks. the compressing right i guess what air i'm mixture. curious is so we know 40 percent leak down versus like 15 or whatever was yep. acceptable what would that look like on a compression you know what i mean would it oh, be it, just I, as knows? clear or would you be like oh compression is okay heat i don't, I don't know it's i'm just it's curious, a leak down is a, more indicative because on a right. leak down test you can go where is the compression lost Sure, because that's, you can, and that was going to be my next question. If everything was together and you were doing a leak down test, you could hold your ear next to the throttle body, uh huh, and you could go, "Oh, it's coming up coming through the valve, through the valve, which is not or, as or big the exhaust or whatever." No, because then you can just rebuild the head. And you're fine. Exactly. With this, uh huh, the air I could hear it leaking through the crankcase, right where the timing chain comes up. It's like, really? It's like, no it's kidding. Just, it sounded like I don't know. It sounded like a lot of air, and that's yeah. all lost power with forty yeah, percent leak down. You're losing 40% of your compression. Well, yeah. Technically. Well, that's kind of what I was curious about. And then the motor was cold. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to put a little bit of a, uh, I put a little bit of oil in mm -hmm. there. And yeah. I let it sit for a second. Then I went and did it again. And everybody's like, oh, is it at top dead center? Is it at top dead center? So no, it's not at top dead center, but it doesn't matter because there's no cams. Right. In the so head. it's not so, like, <laughs> you know, like it's, God, people, there's no cams. I do wonder. Well, no, it doesn't matter because it's constant volume of air. Right. You know, I was thinking, oh, well, if the combustion chamber's smaller, is that gonna affect no? Once how it much fills up air, the volume of air, there is it's as it, much air as getting by is gonna get by no matter where the yeah. piston is. Although you do probably have a little bit more cylinder wear at top dead center, perhaps. So actually, this it could might be even could be, be even even worse. So right. it's leaking past the rings. The motor is toast. It's washed out. It's <sighs> done. She's done. She's dead. Yeah. So I have um, I, dude, I'm so I cannot explain to you how overwhelmed I am. Yeah, you got a lot of car financially projects. with all the money to spend right now yeah so i basically walked away from from that. the garage i turned yep. the heat off oh and that's, that's left all the tools i let turn the heat off left all the tools on top of the tool bench didn't clean anything just oil on the floor and i just walked away because there's no reason for me to be out there i, I can't think of a reason mm. can't think of a reason to be in the garage right now that's depressing it is depressing um yeah, it's a huge bummer. I can't afford to do anything with that Mercedes engine, even if I had an idea of what I was going to do, which is either you swap in a new engine and you move on from the carburetors, but I feel like the carburetors are pretty Can cool. you get that exact same motor and bolt on the carbs as you have them and everything else? Yeah, I could get, I found a, a lower mileage, supposedly, yeah. uh, 47,000 mile version of one of these engines for like okay. 1500 bucks. Okay. It's probably $2,000 shipped. Yeah. And then I found a guy who makes an adapter plate so that you can put a, 
SLK320 transmission on, six-speed. Sure. Yeah, which is what we talked about before. Yeah, and so I found a guy that makes the adapter plate. It doesn't bolt up, like we talked about, mm. but it does. Um, I put the phone number out. Everybody's calling to leave voicemails right now. Good grief. Um, which you should do for next week. You, you should. I don't even know what the phone number is. 612-500-1234. Nope, that's definitely not right. <laughs> definitely not. 612-500-7345. There you go. Write that down. Hit the back button on your podcast. Write that down. Give us a call anytime. 612-500-7345. Okay, guys. That's, I don't know. I don't want to talk about cars anymore. It, that oh my cars anymore. yeah no I'm, so i just final wrap-up question with the d to d car driven to death um d to d d to d yeah got it driven to death mm-hmm. that's how we write it down yeah. shorthand um what would it take to just rebuild the existing motor a lot of work right you know like i part of me goes i could just take the motor out drop the pan off take yep. the rods out yep run a ball hone down it, throw some rings on there and go. That's what I'm wondering. But I'm to the point now we're like, that is an acceptable fix. It is, but this thing is wasted. There's like a groove on the cylinder head too. Like where the race is for the, where the cylinder or where the camshaft runs oh. inside the cylinder head. It's like marred. So to do it right. You need that machine. And it's all, it's super warped. Yeah. I don't even know that it can be fixed. Do I have to get a cylinder head anyway? Mm. Yeah, man. That's, that sucks. sucks. I feel for you. It sucks. And I don't have any room in the garage to do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's because the car is over on the small stall. There's like t-shirts and <laughs> I, uh, it, I don't have any room. I don't I, have any I, way to get an engine hoist over there. All right. Before we get into voicemails, let's uh, talk to Richard. What do you say? Richard Rawlings, man. Legend. Thanks for coming on and hang out with me, dude. I don't know about the legend part. I don't think you're a legend till you die, right? Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. I guess it uh, comes afterwards, but we can, we can pretend that it'll occur, right? We can always hope. Right. So uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me about this, this, this giveaway that you're doing, this Hellcat Red Eye. Man, jailbreak. Know, I didn't even know what a jailbreak was. I had to look it up. I just There's so many they're they're sending the the whole combustion engine thing off with an incredible amount of amazingness right and i just i didn't know what this one was which is really going to be cool because uh you know we've given away about two million dollars worth of cars and cash now in the in the last five giveaways and uh you know this one we were racking our brains because we had some really good success with i was having people the winner would come here and take any of my cars in my warehouse and uh so we had some pretty good success and i said well i want to do something different because other companies that do this they build something their their way, their style, their everything, and then they go, "Hey, you can win this." And I looked at the jailbreak uh, uh, campaign, and I was like, "This is cool." You know, if I could get a slot, then I could put it out there, and the person would get to come here, party down with me, you know, have some barbecue from Texas here, maybe a few cold beers if they like, and then design their own car. Uh, you know, one of one sounds it's a little like dangerous. Barbecue. I mean, I know. I know I'll be sitting here going, you want to have it purple? What the hell is wrong with you? You know, but they're going to get to design whatever they want, uh, you know, based on the, the, the categories. And there's like 30, 40 choices. And I think it'll be fun to see who wins and, and what they ultimately end up picking. I mean, if it's me, I'm picking black everything and the most highest horsepower I can get. Right. I'm done. 
but uh, you know, that's uh, just how I roll. Uh, so I think it's a pretty cool deal. It's an allocation to have something that, it, you know, this is the last of their kind. They say uh, it could be like an aging rock band though. They could come back, you know, every couple of years for the next farewell tour. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's the way all the, the regulations going. There's, there's no farewell tour when uh, the federal government says, sorry, Rolling Stones, you guys are illegal. You can't play anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it should be illegal for the Stones to play anymore. <laughs> Yeah, you might you might be right. So, what is this jailbreak? What is uh, how is this different than a regular red eye? Uh, basically, because you get to spec. Uh, being jailbreak is is kind of I guess a term of the gates are open. You can pick anything you want. You know, we've okay. opened up uh, we've opened up the filing cabinets. Order your damnedest. You know, if you want red seatbelts, great. If you want eight hundred plus horsepower, great. If you want carbon fiber, great. If you want these wheels or those tires or this. You know, there's like 40 different choices. I mean, I think there's like 12 choices of paint alone. Uh, so it's it's kind of like having a free-for-all uh, in the order factory. I, I kind of re- relate it to the old uh, 60s Copo factory days, you know, when you used to be able to go in and design with the, with the Copo Central Office Production Order. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I, it reminds me, Mopar guys will love this because he, anytime you turn on like Meekum or anything, the guy rolls up in the car and they're like, yeah, this is one of one. This guy ordered this with green with a, with a red cigarette lighter and four more horsepower than everybody else. And then, and then it becomes one of one. So Mopar guys must love all this stuff coming back where you can uh, pick what you, know, you want. Mopar's always been that way. You know, they had direct connect. Well, they still have direct connection and, you know, different packages you could buy. I mean, Dodge and, and uh, Mopar in general have always pushed the envelope on, you know, being a little bit cool. Yeah, 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 for, for sure. So I think it's I think it's great what Dodge is doing. You know, every all of this combustion engine stuff is sunsetting right we all know it's coming and as sad as it may be we kind of just it is what it is but i love the way that they're doing this i love what they're you know they've held to their guns more than any other manufacturer i think and i think it's commendable i think it's fucking awesome and i think that the sales numbers and what they've been able to do is kind of like a big fuck you to everybody like hey we're gonna do this people still want this well and, and i think that's awesome so it's good to see them doing something like it well you know march 20th they're supposed to be releasing something and it's supposed to be insane uh, and the last of its kind. Um, and uh, there's supposed to be a big party out in Vegas. I'm hoping that I can make it, but I'm across on the other side of town, uh, the other side of the country. Uh, we're going to try to get there, though. Yeah, Louis Lemoore wrote a book called Last of Its Breed. And it's a really good book. It's a great Western. And it's about a guy who's just, you know, last of the breed. And I think that's uh, that's kind of where Louis we're Louis Lemoore, were, were you bored at church, too? Were you reading the Louis Lemoore out? Dude, I was a kid. That's all there was. My dad had books all over the place. Nobody was buying me books. It was Louis Lemoore in the sackets across the whole shelf. That was all I had. That's all there was, that's all there was dude. <laughs> that is awesome. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I'm pretty stoked about it. It's, it's, it's fun gig and, you know, sure. It's a business plan. I'm a business guy, yeah, yeah. but you know, the chances of winning, uh, based on the last giveaways I've done are actually better than trying to win $2 on a scratch off. <laughs> I've done I mean, that one, once or twice that, that, uh, that billion dollars comes out at the, at the end of the month or whatever you go and you buy your ticket. I've done it a couple of times and you know, you're throwing your money away. This is, this is much better odds. I like it. Yes. All right. So I want to, before, before I let you go, I know you're a busy guy. I'm in no hurry, man. I got all day. Check this out. It's beer time here. Oh, damn. Well, yeah, that's, I got to drive home. So that's doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't work for me. <laughs> um, so I've heard that Dodge is going to be starting to, and other manufacturers, this is kind of more of like a industry thing is as the EVs develop. And I think you saw Mercedes do this a little bit. So you can, 
you could buy a package that allows that unlocks the car, right? It unlocks more power in the car. And, yeah. and it's just like, like an add on. How do you, as like a tuner, how do you feel about the, the manufacturer kind of taking over that arena of tuning and modifying? I, I think that it's a good idea. And, but at the same time, do you really think it's going to work? I mean, it, the new, the new tool is the, is your, is your computer laptop. So, you know, we're going to find ways to get yeah. in there and make it faster and make it better. I mean, go back to 2014 or 15, whenever it was that we uh, jailbroke a, a Hellcat motor, we had to go through, we had to nix like 96 codes uh, to get that thing to run freestanding. And even Tim Kaniski said, Dodge told me, because you'll never make it. I said, watch. And, uh, you know, we had that, that car running about two weeks later. So we're going to go after it and, and break into the computers, just like we broke into the cylinder heads and the carburetors and everything else. Yeah, I think that I hope so, because I mean, I think I'm, I'm going to ask you another question. And I think this will kind of answer, you've kind of answered what muscle is. Um, as we go into the future and this stuff starts to disappear and combustion engines disappear, the notion is to go, well, muscle is dead. American muscle is dead. But I think American muscle is more than just combustion engines. And I was hoping that you could give me your best definition of what it is. I think that American muscle is, 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 is as old as uh, American itself. It's American ingenuity. So just because uh, the rules change uh, doesn't mean we're not going to get in there and make it fast and have some fun. And, you know, as I say, scare women and children, it's it's, uh, you know, it's just a different phase. How long it's going to last? Who knows? Do they have to go back? Who knows? Is it good for the environment? I don't know. Let's wait till there's 300 million batteries laying around the place, yeah. rotting and, and turning three, you know, three odd fish and stuff. Yep. Uh, and And then we'll figure that out. But. You know, what I don't like is the way that the government's kind of mandated this and, and big big companies have pushed this and, and everything because the amount of mining and the amount of things that go into making these electric cars are absolutely the same, if, and I personally believe, way worse for the environment yeah. than what we're used to doing for the last 110 years. Yeah, I think so too. And I think one of the biggest issues that we're going to run into is that the infrastructure is not even there. You know, America's got pretty good infrastructure compared to the rest of the world, and we still don't have the infrastructure for it. So it makes oh, you yeah. wonder, like, Europe's like, yeah, we're going to have, everything's gone. Like, they're just kicking the can down the road to engineers saying, hopefully these engineers figure this out by 2035, because all the manufacturers have switched over to making EV shit. So what are we going to do when it, all these cars for sale don't work because the infrastructure can't handle it? Well, I, I guarantee you, with the, they already have the stations and they already have the electricity at the pole. So you're going to be able to pull up to every gas station that's already there right now, serving up, uh, you know, fossil fuel and get yourself some electric and get on down the road. These charging stations, as we know it right now, uh, will be by the wayside at, at, before we blink. And yeah. your 7-Eleven or your local, you know, stop and shop is going to have EV chargers sitting there. And uh, there you go. Now, the lines, if they make the, the charging fast enough, which it probably won't make a difference at all. Yeah, I've, I'm I'm with you. I don't like the regulation and the mandate of it. I like the idea of more things to tune and fuck around with. I love the idea. I think we're gonna have a renaissance in coach building. Like you have these skateboard like designs with cars where it comes with the motor. You got two wheels. There you go. Build something. I think that's fucking awesome. I think there's gonna be a lot of that. As a matter of fact, I you're very on track with something I'm fixing to uh, release in the next couple of weeks. It's uh, gonna probably blow people's mind and it'll like everything gas monkey does it'll either uh, piss you off make you happy or you really won't give a shit you know <laughs> who knows but uh it's gonna be a lot of fun for us and uh we're, we're gonna have some fun with an ev vehicle and 
And uh, as Gas Monkey always does, we're going to kick the doors in. All right, man. How can people find more about this giveaway? Dude, gasmonkeygarage.com. Uh, every dollar they spend, get some different entries. We always have a different specials going on. Uh, you got just a few weeks left to uh, get entered. And then uh, I'm here seven days a week unless I'm traveling. And the store's always open. So, you know, always get over there and have some fun with people who come by. And we have people come from all over the world. It's really, really neat to see, uh, you know, how crazy uh, this gas monkey thing has become in the 23 years it took to be an overnight success. <laughs> That's always <laughs> it, man. You know, it's like everybody thinks everything happens overnight and they, they, they don't realize how much lost sleep and suffering and boxes of macaroni and cheese it was. Oh yeah. You'll hear people like, Oh yeah, man, he got TV and he's all popular now. I'm like, what about the 14 years before television? Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. When yeah, I was eating sure. ramen noodles and sleeping on my sister's couch. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. some, sometimes there's nothing more comfortable than that sister's couch because it gives you contrast for you to understand where you came from and uh, where you came from is, is great for finding joy and uh, contrast for where you are today. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I, uh, I wouldn't change a thing and some of it really absolutely sucked, but we're here and we're having a good time. And I, I uh, I'm really proud of what the, the brand has become. All right, man. Well, I hope you get somebody with good taste to help you uh, make this jailbreak car. We look forward to it and everybody can head over to gas monkey garage and we'll link it in the show notes. So everybody can, just click on something and they can head over and do it. Cool. Thanks to everybody out there. Thanks to you, sir. Hey, take care, buddy. Have a good one. All right. All right. Bye -bye. All right. Let's listen to some voicemails. Maybe somebody can cheer us up a little bit. Well, yeah. And, and what are we usually doing with our voicemails is complaining and just talking about. You know what really grinds my gears? All right, let's go for the first one, the oldest one. I will just play these in order. We have not heard any of these. So if anybody says anything uncouth, we have no control over it. Maybe I'll just delete it later. Anyway, uh, if you don't make the cut this week, you might have not called in time. Right. Uh, well, maybe we'll play it next week. And if these start getting crazy, we might have to still, we might have to start paring things down a little bit and just for. That's in, fine. In, but in we like time. to hear what you guys have going on. Yes. You know, what really grinds my gears is cars and coffee conversation. That guy that comes up to you, asks you one simple unrelated question about your car only to segue into talking about his own shit. <laughs> I don't know why it bugs me so much. I have a really hard time going. It makes me never want to go to Cars and Coffee, but I feel like every time I go, there's some guy with a random car that comes up and says, oh, nice car. What year is it? You answer the question. He's like, oh, well, come check mine out. It's a 19, whoever cares, opens the hood, <laughs> has to like spend 25 minutes explaining everything. And then I'm in a weird situation where I don't know how to get out of this awkward conversation. I kind of just want to leave. I don't care about his car at all. And at the end of the day, I never asked. Yeah. Okay. That's um, man, guys. Love you. And uh, see you on the pod. That's, man, that's, that's not okay. just a cars and coffee phenomenon. That is someone that is what we who call. is just selfish and has, I, yeah, he. Just two sides to this. Okay. Okay. One, that is what we call a time suck vortex. <laughs> yes. You have We've been... talked about the time suck <laughs> vortex before. Okay. That, that's You've been sucked in. Um, that is where you need, like, uh, you just need to pull out your phone and go, hold on a second. Hello. Yes. And then you go, I got to take this. And walk yep. Away. Or you wave the most to play. someone across the parking lot and walk away. It's the most polite way to do it. However, I will say, um, 
The guy's excited. Right. This is why we go to these car shows and events, though, is because we're all enthusiastic about our cars. We're enthusiasts. And so you have to, I guess, kind of acknowledge like, hey, he's really excited. You're excited usually, too. Maybe not about his thing. Yep. At least respect the fact that we're all car guys and are excited about these things. Exactly. That being said, yeah, that's a very narcissistic trait to basically only open up a conversation to talk about yourself or your thing. All right. Let's let's keep uh, let's keep it rolling here. This phone, we got to turn off auto lock, I think. This is going to be <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. Pickle here. This is less of a question and more of a request. I just want to hear you two argue about calling Porsches P cars. Oh God! I'm just assuming you guys disagree on this, but even if you don't, <laughs> I just like hearing you guys fight. Oh. oh, and Jake, feel free to keep your opening argument short. <laughs> oh, there it was. Oh, uh -huh. I love it. Love it. Love it. It didn't even I... hit me right away, but I'm glad it hit you right away. Okay, so because this I was is probably ground. It got to me first. I have avoided this topic on the podcast for five years. Yeah, for good reason. The reason is that I'm concerned that there are other Porsche enthusiasts, Porsche, Porsche enthusiasts, P car enthusiasts, yes, who, who will take this very negatively and, and be offended. There are brands out there that are things. We're not going to argue about this because I think you agree with me. I do agree. Um, the only thing I'll say is P car. So, dude, <laughs> I was watching Jason Camissa yeah. talk about the Fiero uh -huh. and Motor Trend and Car and Driver called, called P Pontiac's P-Cars. Which I love. I love it. Yeah. I love it. But, it, but it works. Because any Porsche guy you're going, calls this car a P-Car would be abhorred by that. Here, here's, here's the reason why <laughs> it is stupid. Yeah. Mercedes-Benz gets, yeah. gets abbreviated to Merck or Benz. Yeah. BMW gets... Beamer. Bimmer, Beamer. Yep. Different Depending if it's bikes, motorcycle. Yes, exactly. Bikes and cars, right? You have uh, Corvette, Vet. Yep. Chevrolet, Chevy. Yep. Ford, no one calls it an F car. You're right. Because you don't need to abbreviate it. When you say P car, not only do you sound like someone who is urinating in the <laughs> interior of your Porsche, but you are not shortening up the word. It's two syllables. Porsche, P car. It is the same. Yes, you're right. So unless you're two saying, syllables. and if you are a guy who says Porsche, and then you're saying P car, it's even worse. You're right. Because not you're only making are you it, pronouncing it, you're making it longer. You're if making there's it longer. anything we can do, and I know that there's some brands that are really entrenched and have this like trademarked and copyrighted, it's in their thing. But for the rest of us, uh -huh. don't you don't have to do it. Sure. Don't I think one of the things that I think it is, is I think it comes from like this yuck 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 like the country club guy who's he's a really uppy car and the and, well, and, and he had like this little group of people that it's like wink wink nod nod we're the p car club and it's something you say to other dudes with porsches because it's kind of like this infinity thing where only porsche people would ever call a porsche a p car no one else would do it so you have your little buddy you can go hey tom boy man you should have seen the calls i had at Day one expiration did pretty good. I phoned in the order from my P car. What did you do? Oh, yeah, I was in my P car. I totally had puts on Boeing, man. The spread on that was wild. Like, fuck off. It's, so, I hate it so much. Actually, I don't hate it. No. I, I loathe it. And anybody that says it, I laugh on the inside. I uh, laugh. And there's a little judgment. Oh, big time. <laughs> little. Big time. Here's what I think is ironic about it. 
I think it actually came from good intentions because if you think of, listen, listen to me, just hear me out. This will be the argument portion of this conversation. If you Keep think it short. of the stereotypical Porsche snob, right? He is always, this is the guy that will correct the layman when he pronounces it Porsche. Oh, no, no, no. It's Porsche. You Same know? Guy. Yeah. Yep. And so that's what you think of. So when a person says P car, they're trying to self-deprecate a little bit, perhaps, or where it started at least and be like, well, I'm not the Porsche snob. I can call it a P car. I can I'm bring it down snob. to earth. Well, I know, but what this has done is it's kind of turned into now the people that we think of as the <laughs> Porsche are the same people that are saying. So think of the, uh, you know, Do you the know little, what I mean by that, though, I, I guess I that just kind of plays into my argument that it's like a collective douchebag thing that only gets happens. I don't see I really don't think Porsche people or people with Porsches are walk up to the valet and say, hey, I've got a P car over there. No, they don't do not. it. They, they use it with other P car doors. Right. Right, I but mean, I think it started as showing. Well, I'm not, I'm not obnoxious about it. I can call it a P car. Well, that's surely is ironic because it's obnoxious. That's yes, and you that's think you know like point. the Calvin peeing on something. Yes, that's what I think of every time. That, like it's like the, they should put, <laughs> like they should the, put that yeah, sticker. He's, he's peeing on the on the, the logo. The, if you yeah. have the Porsche logo, Calvin peeing on it. That's a P car. <laughs> there you go. That 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 is uh, that is a P car. Oh, so man. I, I you know I feel bad because I know some brands have like embraced it. But it's 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 awful. All right, moving on. Hey, this is Shane calling from the great Pacific Northwest. And I don't know if you guys know this, but I probably in do. Washington State, well, starting Tacoma a number of years ago, they started charging eight cents per bag in the city of Tacoma. So if you go to the store, you have to pay oh. eight cents per grocery, grocery bag, bag that you yeah. get. Well, that was uh, tough. I lived in Tacoma at the time. I thought it was ridiculous, but it's, it's a city law, and I just thought they were crazy. Well, now it's a state law across the great state of Washington. Everyone has to pay $0.08 cents for bags, unless you want a bag that doesn't break when you carry it, and some stores will offer you a $0.25 cent bag, which is actually doesn't break. The upgrade. Which is, you know, that's really kind of them. And you can <laughs> buy the cloth bags. Um, oh, yeah, you know, they're reusable. I just wanted to see if that's a thing across the nation. Is that is that a thing across the nation? And if not, I do warn y'all that it may be coming to your city or state soon. I could see that. A uh, little conversation point. Thought you might talk about that. So anytime I see somebody with like a a, a canvas bag at the grocery right, the store, reusable one, I know exactly who they voted for. Every time, <laughs> every single time. I mean, it is such like a marker for like a, a voting block of people. Um, Honestly, it's, so this is it's born... commendable, though. It's commendable. You are trying to save the environment. It's not commendable because it is it is a forced thing. The people that bring Dude, what am I supposed to do? In... Am I supposed to like walk in with like like I have four? I have a family of four. Yep. I can't walk in with a <laughs> with a little canvas bag like some My like silicon. By the way, California, same thing. Yeah, I can't walk into uh, into Whole Foods yep. like some Silicon Valley Dorcas okay. and go and then put my like. My my nature juice into the bag with my with my uh, with my health powder uh-huh. and my and my super like organic um, fake meat thing. You can tell he's never shopped at a Whole Foods. I'm just these are broad <laughs> broad categories. I know that they, you know what they don't you know what they don't have at what Whole Foods. Alfredo. You can't go in there and buy a jar of Alfredo sauce. Yes, you can. No, you cannot because it has preservatives in it. 
I know this is a fact. So I was it's like, oh, a, I, it's a different type of Alfredo sauce. But yeah, yes. probably tastes like garbage because okay. it has no preservatives Anyways, in it. And continue, it was, it was made in so why can't you by do somebody this? that loves the bags in the first place. Yes. Why can't you do this? Because I would have like, you aren't there yet. You're you're shopping for two point one people. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> he's almost my size. Let's be honest. He's yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> two point one people. Yep. The way you do it though is you have your canvas bag that you stuff full of all of the other canvas bags. Then, so as you're going, what are you like? No, you keep canvas your canvas bags, bags out of the- on the side of the cart. You you fill up your grocery cart like normal, and then when you go to the checkout, that's when you hand not them that. your canvas bag so, full of canvas bags. I'm not doing that. If you want it's, to do that, you should be able to do that, and no one is going to stop and, you. Yes, and that's what this but, is. But Chris. here's the thing: that's what this is, and then there's just attacks. This comes back to comes back to this. By the way, my I grew up in a in a family where my grandma would keep every plastic bag. Oh yeah, we still. Well, no, it's I ridiculous. don't do that. My parents do that too. Yeah, though. it's I don't. I you don't use it. They use it for other bags, things. It's dumb. And it's really dumb. You're it's, like you go in their house. It's problem to take the tra- the like target bag out of the trash can that now is ugly because you see the target bag outside the trash can. Yeah, or it's in the bathroom and it's got like target logos on. Yes, it. exactly. I don't, I don't like it's, any of that. I, I Here's the problem. If we actually recycled properly, mm-hmm. it wouldn't matter. Because everybody would just recycle the bags and then they could make new bags from the bags and they wouldn't end up in the ocean. Okay, so we are most when people look at plastic, that's what we're mainly talking about here. Yes, I agree. It's plastic and the plastic bags. And we know plastic is bad. We don't do straws anymore. We don't do plastics mm-hmm. anymore because we're just this this beacon, right? We're this beacon of of uh, leading by example, right? Sure. The United States. So what we do with the environment, nobody else cares. I nobody know. else is looking at the example that we're doing and going, "Wow, those Americans really get it right." Hold on, let me grab my my kebab from this smoking tire fire that I'm using to cook it. <laughs> Boy, we should just start charging 25 cents per bags, even though I make 25 cents per day. Right. Okay. These people can't do it. When you look around the world, there's no infrastructure for this. It's never going to happen. We are a, the proverbial drop in the bucket yeah. when it comes to plastics. However, if we would just recycle properly, which we don't look up recycling, recycling is a scam. Okay, we can do an episode about it if you want. Not a scam, but behind the scenes when you, yeah, it depends on the jurisdiction. But a lot of times the recyclables do make it into the trash. They make it into the trash. It is not, not, most of what you put in your recycle bin doesn't get recycled. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. And it's a bummer. It is. So if we recycled properly, properly, this wouldn't be a thing. So, and that's not at the individual level, that's at the municipality. Yeah, that's not our fault. I, I, I recycle. Do you want to hear the, probably with this topic, like the worst example? is I've gotten the like reusable canvas bags and then just thrown them out, <laughs> which is like the worst of both worlds, right? Oh, they're biodegradable. I'm sure we're not going to have any time for news again. That's great. I'd rather talk to people and talk to you. <laughs> Thanks. This is hamburger fantasy. Kyle. Where's the next rally? Boards <laughs> are great. Mustangs are cool. Yep. Driving your car is cool. Uh-huh. Okay. Bye. <laughs> what what was that last one? It, that's it. That's oh, all we okay. got. Okay. okay. If you don't know, if you've been hiding under a rock, we're with Hamburger Fantasy. Yes. The or that's an old voicemail. Might be the case. No, twelve oh two today. Oh, okay. okay. So we're in Oregon this year. Yeah, that's right. We are. We are in Oregon. Is where the rally is. And here here's the deal. What's um, the this deal, is Chris? I'm going to talk about this in in the open because I'm concerned. Okay. Okay. We can only bring a certain amount of people on the rally. Yes. 
You know where I'm going with this. I do. Okay. We can only bring a certain amount of people on the rally. And why is that, Chris? Because the places we go are often very rural. Yes. And it's not fair to overwhelm a town of 300 it, with 1,000 people. It's not logistically and possible. not logistically possible. There's not going to be places for people to sleep, eat. And, it, and to add more people just to make more money or to, so That's more people could come. not our mission. It's not we our mission. that. We have a, a very specific formula of how I want and people to experience the, way, the roads that I find. We could make a lot more money just by charging people more. We, we're not going to. We keep this very cheap because keep it as we cheap want as it possible. accessible. Accessibility and the experience is what it's all about. Now, how we're doing a few things this year, yes. this year specifically, to make more people to be able to participate in the Overcrest experience. The stuff's right. going to be coming out very soon. Yes. And next year, we already have plans to make it even more open next year. Yeah. What are you saying? I no. let's not do it yet. Okay. Wait, next that's year. Something. Still a secret, but th- what I will say, Chris wants to tell us all more things. I know. Actually, you just mimed it for those watching. Yeah. But I held my arm way off camera. Is it off screen? It was off screen. Okay. So for all anyone knows, he was just flicking me off. That's all it was. Yeah. There, there it is. Uh, no, the whole point is guys, we understand that there's more demand than we're able to, to, Fulfill as far as letting people because we had, like rally. last year we had three to five hundred people apply for the rally. Yeah, and we and brought we have eighty to cars. Cap it at we have to eighty to one hundred. So and there's a, and I it's don't just because we could change the entire formula and say you know what we're going to go to cities only. Yeah, we're going to go freeways and we're going to take five hundred cars, but that's not what we're about, and that would totally change the dynamic and the atmosphere of the rally. And I have a lot of ideas. Yes. I am like overflowing with ideas so, for different ways to do the rally, and yes. I promise you guys. I promise you, I don't, I don't want Overcrest to feel like this elitist thing no. where we only are letting a few people in, blah, 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 and people get upset and butthurt that they didn't make it because their friend made it, and then they're up mad, and they're talking behind closed doors about how a bunch of elitist pricks we are. It's not what I want. No. I, I, we are doing the best we can to create more things so more people can come. Yes. It just can't happen right away. Okay, so just be patient with us. We're doing everything that we can. And I promise you, I promise, we're going to be doing some things that everybody can come on. I promise. Yeah, making it more accessible. Especially over like the next year or two, things are going to be growing immensely uh, for you guys. That's right. All right, here we go. Last one. Hey, guys, this is Alex Wisning on the Discord. Free plug there. So this question isn't about how many cars one should own. This question is about, is it better and more fulfilling as a car enthusiast to go into a deep dive into one manufacturer where you have the spare parts, maybe you have multiple cars, you know the people, you know the meats, or is it better just to have a bunch of diversity and a whole bunch of different makes and models? Thank you. So I went through this. Mm-hmm. So I was a Volkswagen guy for a long time. Right. Uh, Mark 1s, Mark 2s. You knew him inside out. Knew him inside out. I had parts all over the place. I could do swaps. I had transmissions and to flying his around. Point, you know the vendors. Yep. You know the people. You know who can fix them. You know the resources. Yep, exactly. You, you have all kinds of things that you can reach out A to deep for help. Knowledge. Yep. yep. Versus that's very valuable. Yes. But it can get old because you will reach a certain point where you have felt that you can do everything that you can do. Like I felt like, what am I? What else can I do? I built like a amazing Mark One Rabbit. Right. I owned like fifteen of the things. Yeah. I mean, 
I got to the point where I just wanted to experience other things. And that kind of started with the, sh the chrome yellow Scirocco that I had. That's right. You put the 118s. And I sold that and I bought a 911 and started. That was like, wow. Branching out. That was my first branching out was, was a 911 SC. And starting to experience that. And then I sold that and I got into my other car. And then that was like, I realized that was my forever car. But then I still wanted to experience new things. Right. So then I just started going fucking crazy. <laughs> and just owning so much shit. Like I owned a million different kinds of Volkswagens. And I have almost, I do want to do another rabbit. Yeah. I would like to do another rabbit in a way that's like, this is exactly how I want to do it without compromise. Oh gosh. So I would like to do that. And it won't be, it's not what you're thinking. But I also still want to continue to experience all kinds of new stuff. There's too many cars out there to boil it down to just one thing. Yeah. And I, you can risk sounding snobby or elitist by being like, yeah, I would just have a whole bunch of different cars that you can enjoy all the different types of what I, my point is you don't need to own the car to understand and appreciate that genre. Straight genre. Yeah. Own it. What? Own it. There's so, you, so many. I, I you don't can't care. be an American muscle fan unless you got one. That's what you're saying. I think you can be an American muscle fan, but you're not going to be an American muscle romanticist. You're not going to be someone that experienced it. You're not going to be part of that. You're it's right. Totally the experience different. is owning it. But yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know yeah. where I'm going with that. Yeah, I'm in between because I have a lot of Porsches and had a lot of Porsches specifically. So I am kind of that guy, but yep. I also have had, you have a not Mustang. had a lot of I've had, I currently have. Yeah. But new cars don't count because two, they don't need anything. Three, four, your nine, four, five. four counts. Okay. And your nine eleven counts. Okay. The rest don't count. Okay. Because they're just new. They didn't need anything. And you didn't do anything with them really other than just put a roof rack and some wheels and, and light bars at pet boys. Yeah. Like that's, that doesn't expensive pet boys. There's not like a, I really bought the a, top end of my nine, nine, six. That's true. You did have that four liter thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a cool car. I, yeah. I should have kept that one. That was I a know, great that was car. Timing. I didn't know that you well timing. enough to be like, you're a moron. Right. I, now I do. You're yes. a moron. Yeah, no, I agree. That. Yeah. That was a moron move. All right, guys. I want to remind everybody to head over to. Wait, that's it? That's it. We're done. What? We're done. We still got to talk to Richard Rawlings and fill that interview in at the beginning. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We, Jesus. We talked for 50 minutes, and I thought we were going to talk to Richard Rawlings after the voicemails. Yeah. We're going to have to fill that in somewhere else. What? The interview with Richard Rawlings. We're going to have to put it at the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just move it up there. Oh, I see what you mean, because yeah. we want to get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Head over to, uh, what is our, I'm having a stroke. Are they contagious? <laughs> <laughs> Head over to overcrestproductions.com forward slash drivers club to support the show. That's right. All kinds of stuff. You can join the Discord. You can call our voicemail now. We love you guys. Yeah, we love interacting with you. We love DMing with you. It, it is awesome. It is a community. It is a community. I love. I, I love interacting with everybody. It keeps me going because this is so much work. Uh, I absolutely love it. We're gonna leave it at that for now. We will see you guys at the end of the week when we have Dimitri Orlo from BBI coming on. Awesome to talk about everything you know, engineering with BBI and he's got a oh, really wow. cool story that I didn't know about. And, you know, I always kind of poke around and people find out who they are yep. before I talk to them. And it seems like he's going to be a really interesting interview. So I hope you guys hang out for that one. On that note, we will see you guys next week. Take care. <laughs>